0: people with family and it just like it makes you think like what the fuck am I doing like everything else isn't as serious like you have I it really made me value my loved ones everyone and every day that I get to have and spend with people like I'm very intentional and I cannot bullshit like if I don't like you I will not talk to you and there's no time to to waste being fake to someone and just acting nice it's just i have no time for bullshit essentially like you have to live in love with intention as much as you can and enjoy every every day that you're here because it could be taken like that
1: That's good. That's like too good for right now. We gotta save that for it's you Sunday. Know. It's gotta Sunday. Eat something. It's okay. I know. Jeez, I want Chick Fil A right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. What's Hi, up, guys? Welcome back to the number one. Comedy podcast about mental health. I was like, where the fuck am I going with that? (laughs) Number one comedy podcast about mental health, baby. Welcome back to Mental Chillness, a comedy podcast about living with mental illness and working towards mental chillness.
2: We are your hosts. I'm Jules. And I'm Khan. we're your fairy buff mothers. Fuck yeah.
1: We (laughs) have another fairy buff mother in the house. I think I'm just going to intro our guest like that. They're all fairy They're buff all, mothers and fathers. Period. They all lift. Yes. They all are amazing. Yes. I have been waiting for this bitch to finish her school and her fifth, <laughs> her like busy life, so that like we can have a chance to record with her because Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. I don't even know like the proper like SRNA, NCRNA <laughs> schools, super registered nurse, yeah, like super registered travel nurse. She did six years. So <laughs> she does so much. She does so much. But um she also has fans of herself, so I'm sure you bitches know who it is. Is we do have Pauline in the house? Hi,
0: guys! So happy to be here. I've been wanting to be on your show for the longest time. Oh my time god, we're so honored. That that you want is, to. Are oh you serious? God. Like, you know, I would talk to people or I would share like your podcast and stuff, and people would just tell me like. Thank you for sharing that, like, those girls are so, like, vulnerable, and they share, like, their raw side of them, and I'm like, yes, like, that's the type of people that we need, like, we need people to share their feelings and their experiences, and that it's okay to feel all of our feelings, so
1: great oh. to be here and share
0: my feelings and my thoughts hey. with you guys.
1: Thank you sending, so much for Eva. being here. We're seriously, like, so honored. Yeah. Um, and... I am a long time fan <laughs> of your YouTube channel. Period. He even though I literally do nothing that has to do with like nursing. Yeah. Every single video. She's like putting out like CRNA school Q&A, Q- 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 like questions about whatever. I have I no idea what the fuck that. even SRNA stands for. And I'm like, Pauline, drop the video. I, I definitely will I'm watch, gonna it. watch it. i like watch it. Absolutely. But the thing is like, my thing with YouTube and like spaces like that. I have this weird thing to where like I grew up in a weird way to where I didn't really pay much attention to anything that was happening on the outside world especially pop culture so I don't know a lot but I'm really drawn to like energies and like just personalities and stuff so most of the people that I watch on YouTube or the people that I find or whatever it is I usually like have no idea what their music and shit is but I'm so drawn to them as a person that I watch every single interview so it's like in that weird way is how I like click with everyone else like I watch Jenny's mom's vlog yeah. like yeah. you know like and I don't even like kids and I love her kids just cause she's my fucking friend you know and then I watch your stuff only because like I shit you not, I could put you on and then have you, like, in the background, but as long as I know that, like, pause on the fucking screen, I feel so, like, connected, mm. you know, it's so weird, and so I always share your videos to my nurse friends, so I have a friend that just finished, like, his nursing school, he just got, like, his job or whatever, so I send him your videos all the time. And I'm always like, today I get to record with my new
0: friend, listen to it when it comes out. That's (laughs) amazing. I think that's the best part of the internet because everyone is doing their own thing. And I think my take on it is that we all have something to share or contribute. And I really thought about what I wanted to put out there into the world and what can I bring to the table and I really enjoy creating like I love feeding that part of my brain and like that's a big part of me like even just like setting up for a video and getting my script ready and like putting out all these ideas out there and just for it to be helpful in some way to like... For sure. I am textbook Virgo and like Virgo season is exactly. coming up. Exactly. Oh, shit. I know we're very big. Yeah. Yeah. here. What are your signs? I'm an Aries. You're
1: an Aries, yeah.
0: right. and I'm a Virgo.
1: That's so good. Exactly. Our birthdays yeah. are coming up. And you're, are you a textbook Virgo? I am, but thank God that I have a little bit of like, I have my moon is an Aries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So because of that, and my rising is Libra. Okay. So I have a mix of personalities, but true and true, I am, like, a super Virgo, mm-hmm. like, and I know that because when people say stupid shit, like, Virgos are know-it-alls, Virgos are this. Virgos are that, I'm like, damn, why do I relate to that so much? <laughs> <laughs> like, all the all the shit that is, like, Virgos are, like, stick-ups, like, know-it-all, and I'm like, well, at least I know what's right. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: sure. At least yeah. I know that I am that. <laughs>
1: exactly. <Yeah>. There's a
2: <laughs>
0: negative stigma when it comes to, like, Virgos being a know-it-all, but I think I got the good point parts of being a Virgo, and that's why i love going to school exactly I i love traveling because i can
1: organize like all the things that come with planning and traveling so yeah but you're also really creative you're an artist as well and i think that's why it's it's that's why like your energy that you put out it's so Mm well-received because of the way that you are and your creative brain and, like, there's this artistry to you that everything is so pleasant. Everything is aesthetically, like, pleasing. You were fucking, like, notebooks for school. I'm like, no wonder why this bitch is so good. I had one notebook for every single (laughs) fucking class in school. One binder. And I had that thick-ass notebook where it was, like, enough to fit seven classes in one. And I never did my homework. Never did, like, nothing. Like...
2: So I was like, "Wow!" She's vlogging while she's doing her homework. She's like, "Yes!" I
1: know that's what I'm saying. Bro, the amount of schoolwork that you're doing is absolutely insane. Can you please? So, can you please tell me what like SRNA is, which is your official like title right now? And then you're going into CRNA school. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> right? And then does why does it take for? three years of school? And why is it so expensive? I
0: know. So let me give you a little simple breakdown of it. So when you're a nurse, you have your bachelor's in nursing, right? And you can work as a nurse in the ER, ICU, or medical, surgical units. You can do a lot of things as a nurse. But I have been a critical care nurse for many years. So I've been working in the ICU, trauma ICU specifically. Oh, and when wow. COVID hit, I, you know, was there in the front lines, had the best time, good experience, like as a person and as a professional, you know. And um, now I found out that I truly love, like my passion is critical care. And when you are in that field, you go into either nurse practitioner or anesthesia. So oh
1: anesthesia is yeah. where the money's at <laughs> i
2: know that <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's like what can i do for nerd <laughs>
2: where's the money at
0: <laughs> seriously and honestly it's truly not about the money when it comes to your passion because i do want a job that i truly enjoy doing and with CRNA school, CRNA stands for Certified Registered Nurse Anesthetist. Ooh. So we prepare the patient before the surgery, make them feel relaxed, give them any medication of any kind, wow. and we intubate them or give them gases or any other medications to paralyze and sedate them. And we have to take care of them during the whole procedure and surgery, keep them alive. You know, you have this kind of like, Idea that anesthesia just puts people to sleep, but our main job is to keep them alive yeah. during the surgery. Like, we have to maintain their blood pressure, their heart rate, their breathing. We're breathing for them with a ventilator. And we have to wake them up and make sure they go back to the
1: way they were before the oh surgery. Oh my god, it looks so much simple in uh, Grey's Anatomy.
0: yeah see. Right.
1: <laughs> You see so the drama
0: more... <laughs> in Grey's Anatomy. Oh
1: my but,
0: god. But the main thing is that we go to school all three years and it's expensive because it's so much training for it. It's a big responsibility being able to draw up meds. Like you have to know how that would affect each different patient. And that is like such an honor. And that responsibility is like, well, I I really need to be like in the best head game as I can, like put all my all into it, study the best that I can because with that freedom to be able to pick what you can use to take care of a patient is just like a giant responsibility yeah so, yeah, that's why it's super expensive because they have like these giant OR simulation like the mannequins that like actually have like a pulse so we're doing like all of our practices like taking oh, wow. care of the
1: patients oh, Wow, it's so fun like it's a very hands on super yeah hands on mm-hmm. isn't that's it what so awesome I think that it's so cool when you see that there are certain roles in life and then you see people like kind of like thriving in them or like even just finding it right and this right. is what I, well, this is what i mean you are so excited about saving people's lives helping people taking care of people like you are so excited about this and i could not like not want to do what you do like more than anything because there's not no part of me that wants that kind of responsibility right mm-hmm. but we need roles like that in the world for shit to function and i think that it's so cool to see people like step up into it Mm -hmm. like you see like artists and stuff finding their niche or whatever whatever it's so much like i think it's even more important for people like teachers who want to work i have a lot of teacher friends i have a lot of nurses friends i have a lot of friends that like do critical jobs like this in like society roles jobs that i would never want to pursue myself but that's why i have such an admiration for it because it is such a critical role in society And, like, to know that you're so passionate about it. And it shows. Like, every day you're, like, doing nothing but your schoolwork. But you're excited about it. And you're, like, constantly, like, encouraging other fellow, like, CRNA students and stuff. And I see that. And I'm, like, how fucking awesome. Like, a whole-ass, like, community. No, for sure. It's really sweet. Yeah. It's really fucking sweet. And even just to
2: hear the way that you talk about it and you literally light up and you smile and you're, like, it's an honor to have me take care of you. And I'm, like, What? like I would put me to sleep like what do you mean like I you are just so pure in general and everything about you you are in the right field 100 percent. because not everybody has that heart and you have that golden heart
1: that
0: means a lot you know hearing that and I do have respect for everyone and what they do because you're right like I can't imagine and I don't know anything about, let's say, like software engineering. Yeah. But there's people who are very passionate and go into that route and truly enjoy their job. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck do they do? Like, you don't know. I don't know anything about some of these careers or professions.
1: But you're right; everyone has a role, and yeah, that's the best part of it. Exactly. Like, bro, I guess I find that my role is like towards like the more emotional and like mental mm-hmm. side of things which is why I that's why I like know that all my life I've worked on myself as a person because like that's what's going to shine through but like again I cannot imagine if my role was like to save people's to lives bitch. Be like, like okay, literally now go to sleep. I'm like I'm girl like, I, mean,
2: I couldn't <laughs> like and that's the thing I feel like I don't have the heart or the strength and I love that you just shine like you literally just but shine but it's even cooler
1: the cooler part about what you're doing is that your YouTube channel the thing is like you're doing your job but you also want to help people doing the same job to push through and that's the coolest thing and i know that your partner also do do uh i guess like financial investments yes. or whatever it is to and i think that's so fucking cool that's actually why i um shared you guys's profiles and stuff to my friends in the first place because i was telling them like hey once you're done with your nursing degrees dig into this and look Mm -hmm. at what they're doing and whatever and i send it to my sister's friends and what i'm telling you i send you to all of like everybody i'm like here's what you should
2: do because you're a nurse so it's not only that like she loves her job but anybody who else is passionate about that she's like here look like you can do it yeah which is like you're, I don't know, you're golden. I don't even know. And she paints, man.
1: And she. paints. Oh yeah, and she fucking paints. <laughs> Super bitch. But artist. that's what I mean. Like you're a whole ass artist. You're very, very creative. Um, so I think that it's it's really nice because I have a I have a friend. I know you know her, Priya.
0: Priya. Yes. Yeah, Priya
1: just got like she just graduated and got her like you know PA stuff yeah. and whatever. And her, she's her like Priya herself is also a really artistic and creative person. So I. I just find it so fucking cool that people are so versatile, people are so- people are like onions, yeah. straight up onions no, and shallots. like you just gotta complex, peel them, like, yes, right? There's
0: so much more that goes into a person than exactly. I, I agree.
1: That's why I think human connection is so important. Because, like, I don't necessarily care to share myself to anybody unless I care to do it. And so I'm always interested in, like, the people that I'm actually interested in. I'm like, what else can I see? Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's cool that all my friends do things where I can, like, kind of peek into their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, all my friends either have, like, a little YouTube channel or they do music or they have, like, this community thing. And I'm always, like... Mm-hmm. I'm really depressed and I haven't seen you in 11 months, but at <laughs> least I know what you're doing. Yeah. You're connected
0: in one yeah, way, Yeah, right? exactly. People, my friends who don't do any social media, it's like what are you doing? Like, Dude, I want to know, I know, like, what are you drinking? What are you eating? Like, what yeah. are you doing with your life? Like, exactly. I feel so out of touch when exactly. you're not on social is, like, media. taking a social media yeah. break, oh. and every day, I'm like,
1: I don't see her on my story. No, seriously. She's still not there. <laughs> it, She's sometimes like, it's much needed, It right? is definitely
2: much needed, and I feel like social media is the best place to put yourself out there and to market yourself. But sometimes I feel like I do a lot of what me and Con always talk about on this podcast is comparison. Mm-hmm. I start to say, "Hmm, why are they doing that? And I'm still doing this. You know what I mean? So I do a lot of unhealthy comparison. So that's when I was like, I really need to set back and get my priorities straight and get my life straight. But the thing is, when I do that, I just kind of shut everybody out and I'm just like, I need to focus on me. And I put like the blanket over me and everybody's like, Yo, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm okay. And I'm not.
0: So I'm not being honest, which is not good. But it's okay. That's something we are constantly improving on. And I think a lot of people have the same feeling. And sometimes when I am on like apps for too long, it's like, it feels like you're just feeding just useless information to yourself. It
1: is, because you're like looking at basically the same things in mm-hmm. different variations yeah. and it's just like floating and like they're not necessarily real or attainable or like whatever because you don't know exactly how that yes. picture got to be and then that be posted. Picture. you don't know the story of how those people like what those people did yeah. or whatever and so it's very easy to like feed yourself like ideas and yes. stuff but, but like I think one good thing Again, to what you said earlier About social media for me Is that a lot of times I tend to use it for just connection Mm -hmm. So I care a lot more about What my friends are doing I care a lot more about going on Instagram Just to view people's stories Mm -hmm. Than to like actually look at anything at all Yeah, You know? But sad that like you gotta, like, use social media now to, like, market and promote, and so it mixes into the mixture of, like, using it for personal use, and, like, and then there's, like, this whole thing of, like, if I'm not even, like, that big on social media Mm -hmm. and still have to do all that work to, like, You know what I'm saying? And then it gets really discouraging.
0: That's when it gets to you mentally. And to be honest, like, it it gets hard because when you are crossing over that, like, business side of it and, like, your personal and how much of my personal life do I want to put out there? Mm -hmm. And it's like, are the people following me, like enjoying like watching my personal life or are they strictly there just for like nursing related stuff so you tend to like overthink everything Mm -hmm. and it's not as simple as it used to be when you would just share your life just post it yeah just go like mindless yeah Just for fun. (coughs) And I think you do have to set boundaries with yourself when it comes to that because your mental health is a big part of you. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, online, social media, whatever it is, is affecting that, you have all the right to make boundaries with other people and yourself. So I'm a big advocate for that. I
2: love Boundaries. Mm -hmm. Everything. In person
1: and online. Yeah, absolutely. I used to set timers on my phone i don't even know where the timer went i think i just (laughs) shut it off because i think that my phone is like bitch you ignore it every day i'm taking this away takes off literally literally like like, automatically i'm like this bitch. i'm not even gonna ask her she's gonna ignore it it's clearly not working i know but it's so weird because like it's so easy to have this fantasy of what you want to do Mm -hmm. and then come the time I'm like so it's so easy for me to like have the dream idea and then come the time and then I sit there and I'm like okay bitch but is it really gonna matter? Mm -hmm. And then I tell myself that it doesn't but it won't matter unless I put my foot forward and make it matter. Correct. But then in that moment I'm like fuck it. Just fuck it. Fuck it off. (laughs) Fuck it off. I don't want it.
0: yeah. that build up of the pressure of expectations even just with yourself that internal battle like leads to burnout and that's what like i really had to deal with this semester that just happened i mean it was just constant stress and you don't realize that stress and anxiety really manifests in so many different ways and your in your body yeah yes. I, I broke like, out
1: in highs, full hives you see for a whole week And I went to the ER, I spent $4,000 and I kept thinking something was actually wrong with me and no Mm -hmm. one was telling me shit. And then I was like, bitch, you literally stressed yourself out to the point where your body was doing that. There's no other explanation for it at all. And now when I have stomach issues Mm -hmm. and stuff, I know that it's because I'm so stressed and my body's like doing different things.
2: Yeah, oh 100%. When my forehead starts to look like a crunch this, bar. This is <laughs>
0: she crunch bar When starts
2: looking like a crunch bar and I feel like I want to like kind of close myself in and I'm like that's when I'm like, "Ooh, I'm overstimulated." And I'm just like still putting myself around people and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm overstimulated." Still putting myself around people and then I'm like, i think i'm gonna crawl in a hole now which is like sometimes it's too late for me to be like wow i'm like i'm sitting here talking to somebody and i can't even like even like listen to the actual conversation i'm just thinking about every, the the 10 things that i have to do once i leave here yes. which is like when i'm like oh geez, you can't let it get that bad but it's so hard to set that boundary with yourself yes. to put yourself in check when someone else is like hey and then you're like hey Got it. Yeah. But then when it's like just you and your shit, you're just like, at least for me, maybe it's the Aries in me. I'm a sad girl. You
0: can get in your head
1: and spend way too long in there. Yeah. For sure. So. That's so funny. I'm like, there's Aries and Virgos in me. <laughs> I have so much of thinking going on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. But um, speaking of mental health, mm-hmm. you were in the front line of mm-hmm. COVID. And yeah. like, I know that that was like, probably very physically taxing, yes. but what was like your mentality and your your mental health through the times of like seeing your co workers stressed, seeing the entire hospital stress, seeing people dying around you? Like, what was that adjustment for you? And like post COVID now, it's not really post COVID, mm-hmm. but like, in a, I guess, calmer season? Mm-hmm. Do you still see that kind of anxiety? So,
0: around? Yeah, I had anxiety, you know, since I was a teenager, but it was very manageable. But when COVID happened, when you're frequently around that high stress environment and everyone dying, and, you know, we would say goodbye to the patient over FaceTime. Like I would have to bring the iPad in because visitors weren't allowed. And that was one of the hardest God, things. Yeah, it's definitely traumatizing, you know, having to do that with multiple patients and you would just hear all of the stories and like things that the family members and their loved ones would say to them, you know, when they're saying goodbye. Of course, I'm holding the iPad there to their family member who's actively dying, you know, know, just we're just waiting for them to pass. And it's just all the love that they have that they just pour in that moment. And, you know, when you're taking care of a sick patient and the family's calling, you know, they're worried as they should be. And they, they would say, oh, can you put on uh, their Spotify playlist that they made, like their favorite Spotify playlist? They love this artist. And that's what, like, keeps me up at night. Like, like even, like, a year after the pandemic, I'm like, fuck, like... Like, these were people who love music, had a whole family, and just, like, it really affected me, like, emotionally, and after a year of being a travel nurse and just doing that same thing, I had to, like, take a step back, just work in, like, a regular, like, ICU, non-COVID related and good thing, like, things died down with COVID too, but you, you still remember that pain, and wow, and my my mindset during as a travel nurse when I was travel nurse I was always on the go like moving to the next contract and it was exciting at the same time so I never had to pro that had time to process like my thoughts and my feelings and when school started I don't we can't work like during our CRNA program because it's just so heavy so like we can't work at all and so like everything stopped like I spend days just studying at home like I'm it's just me and my thoughts, and we go one uh, one day out of the week to school and see our other classmates. But most of the week, we're just inside by ourselves, and that's when it really started, like Hitting building up. up. Yeah, and in the middle of the semester, that's when I hit like my breaking point, like mentally. Like I was having like panic attacks, oh, wow. and I was so burnt out. Yeah, and yeah, and I had to seek help. Like the first thing was recognizing that I needed help so I started therapy
1: nice. for the yeah. first time ever, ever in, in oh my, my life hey.
0: have you guys ever
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah I, I do yeah. therapy like weekly <clears throat> weekly yeah, yeah much but much. I, I started therapy because of this podcast mm-hmm. I had wanted to do therapy before and then I was like well I can't fucking start a mental health podcast without, without getting therapy. fucking help. <laughs> actually, no, we were both I gotta I gotta <laughs> put my money where my mouth is. No, seriously. But it seriously. actually is helping a lot. So I'm glad that you started therapy. that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: I've noticed like such an improvement even like a month or two in and it's really important to talk to someone who doesn't have like a biased opinion Mm -hmm. who doesn't know like all the details about you and your situation because your loved ones will tell you everything you want to hear for sure and you know how amazing you are but sometimes you don't feel that way and you just have to express that to someone and you know take the proper steps on how to process everything
1: for For sure so like I'm interested to know, I think about life and death and stuff all the time, I'm sure Mm -hmm. people do, but I'm not in any kind of position to where I'm witnessing it, or I'm so close to, like, or I'm caring for someone that's on their way. And so, like, has that experience or have these experiences, like, changed the way that you take life like yes. as seriously or not as seriously like how has your views about like what actually matters changed because you were in such an environment where like dude like if i was holding the fucking ipad and oh you were saying God. bye to the fucking person on that screen bitch i would be balling yeah i right? would be like but then like there's no way that that doesn't affect like how you feel you, what you your, like like the fears and whatever it is so, like has your views changed at all or like how do you take life now that you've been put in situations like that
0: yeah I think even months starting as a new grad nurse in the trauma ICU we were constantly taking care of you know motor vehicle accidents gunshot wounds so it was constantly reminding me that your life could be taken from you like at any second like things that it would just be so irrational like people who just got married and they're Their husband's just like driving to a restaurant and dies in a car crash and like pregnant moms and people with family and it just like it makes you think like what the fuck am I doing like everything else isn't as serious like you have I it really made me value my loved ones everyone and every day that I get to have and spend with people like I'm very intentional and I cannot bullshit like, if I don't like you, I will not talk to you. And there's no time do do to that? waste being fake to someone yeah. and just acting nice. It's just, I have no time for bullshit, essentially. Like, you have to live in love with intention as much as you can and enjoy every every day that you're here because it could be taken like that.
1: It literally can. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It really, really can. Sometimes I'll have, like really dark <clears throat> thoughts, I guess. And, like, like no matter what, if it happens or if it doesn't happen, then we're all gonna die, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess, like... <laughs> it's just the way her voice and her lips literally went to the side. <laughs> then we're all gonna die. <laughs> this is why we need a video component. <laughs> I
2: know for sure. Just zoom in on her. Like, we're all That's gonna so die. Funny.
1: But, like, some days that she gets dark as fuck. Yeah. Because, like, some days... I literally, bro. I literally will be fine, and then I'll think about my parents, and I'm like,
2: huh? I me mean, without them? Ripped. Never. Just like imagine. It. Like I, I,
1: I. Exactly. I don't
2: know what I would do if they just called me and said, "Hey, I'm so sorry.
1: This person, this person got into a car. Oh girl, gonna have to if say they bye have, over FaceTime." Ever call me? <sighs> my heart. Mm-mm. First thing I would do is tattoo all of them. <laughs>
2: All of
1: them, I'm like, in your, honor, in your be, honor. she will be That's bald. it. I'm like, mom, I know you didn't want me do this. With this how I'm going to remember you. shape shaving my goddamn head. I'm putting mom on top of it. That's it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. Bro, she's going to rise from the fucking grave. No, of course. And she's going to, like, fucking, like, tattoo remove me. Like, yeah. from the grave. I swear to God. I feel like your, mom,
2: your mom's going to come back as, like, a butterfly.
1: Because
2: your mom is just so sweet. Like, she's just so... My
1: She's mom's has been woods legend. Yes. I, I, I saw that. Fucking legend. I swear to God, people like everyone knows her without me even knowing that yeah. people will message me and be like, you're Anna's daughter. And I'm like, you've known me for years. You're my friend, you fucking traitor. You're going to go and be her friend. <laughs> Shit. Um, but hold on. I'm going to take a little pause because I fucking forgot what I was going to say. Oh, So before you started, like, your CRNA school, I find it so fascinating, like, so fascinating that you and your um, partner Mm -hmm. do a lot of things that has to do with investments. You guys are really, like, smart and knowledgeable about your money and how to save up and all of that stuff, and that's why I'm like, wow, how fucking cool, because I'm always like, how can I learn, you know? And so what like have you always been good with money and stuff like that because you have to save up so much so you don't have to work for the next three years so like work work me through that mental process of like telling yourself like hey i'm gonna buckle down hey uh we have to save this much hey we're not gonna work so like are we gonna freak out like what is your whole mental process around this i'm so fascinated
0: yeah i feel like i've always had a good relationship with money like I think starting in high school I was always a worker like I was always hustling I was always trying to find a way to like make money and I just loved working like ever since I was I was a teenager but when I became a nurse that's when I like actually had a career like had a good steady income and that's when I was starting to pay rent and you would go to Costco and you're like Wow, I just spent two hundred dollars yes. at Costco. And and every I'm, day at public. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like, what the fuck? It adds up so fast. And Super so, fast. you know, I love spending money on like traveling and food. Like I never limit myself when it comes to that, like on on like a rational level. Like you have to invest in your happiness. Like yes. I'm a big advocate for treating yourself. Like you have to like it's like you have to live life like you have to live Happy, to enjoy, for yeah. sure. Like, but there's definitely boundaries with that. But I have always been the type to budget. Like, I actually really—it's my Virgo side. It's coming out. <laughs> but I've always enjoyed, like, look, like crunching my numbers, watching, like, how much I spend. What can I work on? Like, ooh, I spent a little too much on, like, going out and eating out. That's like my main, like, her
1: <laughs> that's main also obsession. Also, my main obsession, bitch. Like, like, All I ever want is to go to dinner with my friends. Yeah, that's it.
2: Ideal ideal plan dinner sit and talk yes. <laughs> like and eat a lot of fucking yeah. food and,
0: and it, you don't notice but that does add up but it brings you so much happiness being with your friends and eating out but I did have to learn how to budget and just setting that um just keeping yourself in track with your finances and being transparent with yourself like look at how much you have and like is it is it attainable to do this next month? Like, can I spend this much money? And my goal always has been, you know, with your credit card, you always just spend what you can pay. Yeah. Like you, yeah. And just having that mindset, I think a lot of people have noticed, you know, it's it's hard to kind of go over that boundary. Like, it's very easy to overspend Mm -hmm. and not think about your money when it's, you know, like you just... Tap now. You yeah, I'm the, I'm, the
2: I'm like, I literally work tomorrow. I literally, I yes. work for this. I work for this. You're- I work for this, and then I'm
0: like, Sweet. I need and to I work more. More, now. <laughs> I'm more like a reward
2: type of person. And I need oh. to. I'm to this moment right now. I'm still like, I finally have like a savings now. Mm-hmm. But this is like, this is the new jewels. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she's here. She's on the way. She's in the works. But you are so blessed to have. Just wanted that even since high school and always had like that money hungry. Just like Khan though. Khan is literally the You're exact same way. I
1: thought I could work. I thought about it today and I was like, you know, I didn't go to school, but like I learned that through not going to school and then putting myself to work, I learned that I could fucking work. Yeah. Like I thought about it. I was like, I know how to fucking work. I know yeah. how to fucking make money. Like <laughs> and I didn't learn that from nobody but myself. But then I'm like, Ah, these are the things that I never tell myself to make myself feel better. Why don't I like hold myself accountable for things that I actually do do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. Because I thought about it. I was like, I don't think that I've applied myself in anything in the same way that I have applied myself in fitness wise. The way that I learned about everything, the way that I made everything happen and whatever, whatever. And so, and then I thought about it and I'm like, bitch, you lying ass fuck. You didn't go to school or nothing, but like, you literally took yourself out of your house and then you never went back. You never asked your parents for nothing. Mm -hmm. You were a 20 something year old affording the lifestyle that you want, buying yourself everything that you wanted and you still were not in trouble. And even though now I'm in a place where I'm like, fuck, should have been better with my money. I don't have the money that I want. When I had it, I should have spent it better, blah, 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 blah. But then I'm like. No, you still were, like, my thing, my biggest thing is that I don't burden anyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can go to you and be like, I am so broke right now, but I'm still not asking you for shit. Yeah, But I'm still going to be like, I like what you said when you said you have to be transparent with yourself because a lot of times I overlook what I actually have what is actually right and makes sense i'm extremely impulsive and i have this mindset because i know how to work Mm -hmm. because i know that i can work it back make it back i'm always like do it now bitch you make it back later do it now bitch! you make it back later that's what actually put me into this position that what and why i'm very behind is because through covid overworking myself breaking my foot all of that shit I was constantly in the mindset of like, just do it. You'll make it back. Just do Mm -hmm. it. You'll make it back. Because I know my abilities. Mm -hmm. But I'm in a place now where I'm like, okay bitch there is a better and smarter way to live because you cannot just keep digging yourself out of holes yeah. I know I can dig myself out of holes but I don't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. it's really fucking tiring that's why I think that I'm so inspired by like your channel and your career path and stuff it's because I do nothing that's like you but just to see an example of someone being really disciplined someone oh, like for sure. getting that shit done yeah. knowing that it's possible knowing how much money you're spending on school right now I'm like if she has to smell I'm gonna drop that shit girl okay. I can do what I gotta do mine's like at least $90,000 less than what you're doing you know what I'm Seriously. saying
0: exactly yeah. and one quote that like always resonates with me is that you know half of the very successful people is a lot of it is just believing in themselves like For sure. to get to anything it's just actually taking the leap and believing that you can do it and you know, people are out there doing all these amazing things. And all they had to do was be brave and do the damn thing. For sure. And when it comes to finances, it's like, it's never too late. You know, every month you can start over and build and improve. And I think there's a very, um, like, the idea of finances can be very complicated, and mm-hmm. they make it complicated. Like, it's never like,
1: taught to us exactly we weren't given thing. the yeah. proper tools to know right. what to do with it and I think it's so fucked up because yes. like if all of us could be rich what's the problem
0: I know what's
2: just what's the everybody get you get a money tree you get a money tree you get a money
0: tree <laughs> they, they have you know to make I mean? it difficult right but it's not and that's why like my partner tyler and i he's also in the same mindset as i am like he will spend money on himself and vacationing but he's very strict with himself like he will be like no we're gonna cook food we're not eating out like i'm always the one that's like let's get boba. <laughs> <and so laughs> <laughs> <us." laughs> he's always like hey like he he's so nice about it too. He'll be like, like oh, we just had that like recently. Maybe like next week. Like we just take a Aww. break from it. Like he's he's such a sweetheart. But um, we want to show that it's not hard. All of the information is out there. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of homework, like a lot of researching, which he loves to do. He's such a researcher, and like he just loves knowing the ins and outs of things, which a lot of people it's work. Like, yeah. like why would I bother looking stuff up what's his yeah. sign for sure he
1: is a Gemini actually Ooh, Have I've never been with a Gemini why. before I heard that, that Virgos and Gemini's work really well together because really... they're very similar very similar in mindset very similar in ways like he and is... I think it's true yeah. the I know of me that's awesome yes. where did you guys meet because did you guys meet through your travels or yeah,
0: so he's actually from Phil- like Philadelphia Pennsylvania he's also a travel he's also a nurse yes right? he is also a travel nurse, nurse and we actually met on a Facebook group for travel nurses so and he came to visit me. He drove down. He was on assignment, a travel assignment in um, Atlanta, Georgia area. And he he slid in the DMs. That's <laughs> your like, that work today? though, baby. I, you know, I was not looking for love. Yeah. I was not looking for anything. You know, I was in a very good mindset with, I just want to live life and have fun, keep travel nursing. Mm-hmm. And life is just funny in that way you know i think a lot of people try to look for love and you know they have their set you know ideal partner and they like focus on that and when will it happen but for me it just like was so random and he was coming down and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like him what if the vibes are off? What if he's fucking <laughs> oh my weird? god what if i have to make him drive no, six hours back no seriously what if i was like, like
2: taxi taxi <laughs> like
0: you're in philly
2: Sexy.
0: <laughs> Come pick him up. <laughs> but we clicked so well. And I think what really uh drew me to him was he was just so genuine. Sure. And when you're you're going on dates and meeting so many different guys, you feel like there's a layer to some people that you're like,
1: I can't read this person. Yeah. Are they a good all person? It's almost like they're like job interviews. Oh, to where see. they have a version of themselves and you it's weird because you can see through it with mm-hmm. some people you're like what the fuck's happening right now like, like why I are mean, you so weird yeah. Yeah. yes
0: like what is this front like like are you why are you trying yeah. to impress? why are you standing that
2: straight <laughs> he's like yeah i'll take the <laughs> the cilantro lime rice and you're like i oh, have the happened. pasta <laughs> like
0: <laughs> i don't know i feel like I get it but that's awesome Mm -hmm. so genuine yes that's what I was looking for in a partner I really wanted someone who was genuine and compassionate and when I I saw that in him and like it was all green flags of course and with history of dating toxic (laughs) (laughs) you know red flags oh yeah they pop out yeah right away so he's a Gemini but Mm. what's his ethnicity he is white Caucasian okay love that for you Yeah. yeah Um, but very, very respectful, yeah. just nice person. And th- that's all I wanted from a partner. Yeah. Really. Just loving. Cause I'm a very loving, emotional person. So I can't beat with like a cold, Yeah, you know, like emotionally yeah. unavailable. Why are you laughing partner? at my jokes? Like, <laughs> like, why do I feel weird around yeah. you? Yeah.
1: yeah. When you can't be soft. Well, for me, when I can't be soft, yes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm a hard ass bitch, but I want to like, let it down, you know? Yeah. Don't you feel off when yeah. you show your true self? When I'm like, when I still have to like, put on my front of like, I'm not getting fucked over. I'm not this. I'm not that. It's because I don't trust you enough to be like, letting my guard down or whatever. And that's when I'm like, this isn't cool. She's like, hmm, I can't I really like make this. The jokes that I want. Yeah. I, like,
2: you're not going to get it. Yeah, you're for not-
1: sure. Get it. Well,
2: I actually have a question for you because I'm super interested in everything that you do. And you're just, once again, pure golden. Um, so let's say you're at work. Mm-hmm. and you're leaving work you know you're gonna go home and what's your favorite way to like decompress to kind of say okay well that was such a hard day or even
1: with school now mm-hmm. since yeah. you spend so much time in your house so much time studying and so much time just like your mind is occupied with like you stare things what yeah. is your decompression
2: like do you go in and grab that ice cream and you're like leave me
0: alone
1: it's boba <laughs> oh my god
0: yeah <laughs> so i everything. love sweets and When I was working, we would work 12-hour shifts, right? And when you clock out, you're done. You're done for the day. I get to go home. It's always a big dinner. Mm -hmm. And ice cream. If I had a bad day, a good day, ice cream. And I would also exercise. You know, that's a big part of me. Like, that's how I relieve stress. Mm -hmm. And the difference with school and bridging over from working is that there's no clocking out. It's like constant. You take, mm-hmm. you study, you take the exam, you're studying for the next one. And that's where I hit a stop. And so with therapy every week and going to the gym three or four times a week, if I did not go to the gym, I would be mentally unstable. Yeah, Like I had to release it in some way. But I, I do enjoy, like, sitting down and watching a show or a movie and, like, a comfort meal or food. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my idea of de-stressing. But it's very different now on, like, a high-paced, high-stress Program. And I think a lot of like graduate students can also agree that school takes over your life. And sometimes you won't have time to enjoy all the things that you did before. And like, you don't have time to go to the gym or eat, right? And that's when things like start to crumble a little bit. So I really had to find the balance with that. And you have to take a break. Like your body will tell you to take a break if you don't. And that is like the hard thing to learn. Because you I'm like, go, 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 to do list, let's finish all of this today. Yeah. And like if you don't get everything done, you're like, fuck like I didn't meet like my expectations for myself. But you have to let all of that go. Yeah don't sure. put too much on your plate yeah so yeah. we do
2: have a fairy buff mother in the crib that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying I, I wish change I could three on your four love times, times a week <laughs> if I don't go I'm not me <laughs> and
0: I love that for you it's more of a mental thing
1: to me yeah.
2: actually it truly is it's We're working out physical. truly
1: is mental yeah. because like think about it like for me mm-hmm. at least I enjoy doing a lot of things that requires me not to look at my phone. Yeah, And I purposely sure. leave my phone whenever yeah. I can, because I know that naturally the instinct is to like grab my phone. Yes. So I enjoy like time in the gym or whatever, because it's, I'm physically occupied, Yes, you know? And so that frees up the mental capacity that I have for anything. And so like, I'm just there like, and that's why I think, I think it's so funny that I don't have like a specific like playlist or whatever. Yeah. I sometimes I play one classical song like like orchestra oh, song okay. over and over, and really? over, and over, and over and over, yeah. When
0: you're working out,
1: yeah, I have yeah. like different like I will play like F K J like mm. one album over and over and over. I don't care how many times I've listened to it. I'll play one song over and over and over. I'll play like one podcast or whatever yeah. it is like. But it's the the point is that mentally I'm doing what's right for my head even though I'm physically working out what's really freeing up is my head for sure and then sometimes I'll be in the gym that's when I know too sometimes I'll be in the gym and I'm still crying and I'm like "Uh,
2: she's literally listening (sighs) tears are falling (laughs) (laughs) no my thing has been sound baths
1: Really? Like, where they're, they're literally
2: just like tapping the thing. I, when I tell you, like, sometimes I put that on while I'm doing cardio and I'm just like, push through, push through, push Damn, through. Damn, sound bats no. on cardio? I promise you.
1: Damn. Could you imagine? No Drew's just like lifting like, like 225 <laughs> and then you lift your headphone and it's like, Janea, you go sound bats. Like, Jeez. just. <laughs> That's, that's so much no,
2: funny. It's, yeah. It's so just soothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially when
2: you're doing so much
1: like to your body. So would you say that making videos and creating contents and stuff is like more so of like a form of release for you? Yes. Because it seems like you find such I was going to ask you like how did you how do you find like inspiration for your creativity but from what i'm gathering it seems like it's the the push is that it's your form of relief and like your form of enjoyment and that's where the inspiration comes from Mm -hmm. because again you're very freaking creative so like how did you even get to like liking seeing yourself on your videos so it's a very interesting relationship right like
0: yourself and what you're putting out there and I think you just have to let go of caring Mm -hmm. because literally your family, your friends, people, you know, your classmates, they, they, it's kind of scary to think that they all watch Mm -hmm. what you do, like what you put out there. And it's like, fuck, what are they going to think? Like, like, how do I look? How am I talking? But the end of the day you have to let go of all of that and just put yourself out there and it's like you have to make a conscious decision like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it like you can't be like a hundred percent like oh i don't feel good like sharing about this and so I have to you know strategically plan like what I'm gonna say and what I put out there like is this gonna be helpful like and I'm like that in person too like I don't say anything unless I I think it's gonna be helpful like I'm not one to that's my introverted side yeah, but I'm very similar yeah yeah right like what you put out like you really have to think about intentional with mm-hmm. it. and so when you're creating stuff like that it's just like why am I doing this? I think you have to find like, why, what is my goal here? And for me, it is that creative process. Like it makes me so happy. And like during this semester, I couldn't make any videos. I had no time for it. And that's why I was feeling very sad that I wasn't able to put time into feeding my creative side of myself. And so Summer break started. I started going into it again, and I feel so happy again. Like filming, being in front of camera, and it does take a while. Like being able to sit down and a lot of trial and error, and like with technicalities with your equipment, like lighting, and a lot that a lot goes into actually creating something. And you want to put out good quality stuff. Like I can't put out a bullshit video. Like bad sound, bad quality. Mm -hmm. Like so it's work. It's definitely work, but it doesn't feel like work when it's yeah. something that you truly enjoy. And doing.
2: I bet all the f- positive feedback that you get from everything that you post is also like another push. Like, oh my God, people are watching. And then you see people, probably your coworkers that you see, and then they're like, I just watched your video. And then you're like, That's literally how I feel when someone's
0: like, oh my God, I just listened to your podcast. I'm like,
2: it feels uh, like weird, it's, right? Yeah. yeah, it's
0: definitely weird. It's, it's weird, but it's just its just kind of like natural. It's a great us. weird. It's like, a, oh my God, you pay attention? It's a, sort of like a, oh my God. And, that, yeah. and that's the thing, like people do watch and it, people will say what they want to say, good or bad, maybe mostly bad because there's a lot of people that are just like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you put yourself out there and that's all that matters. And that's what I remember. It's like... I put my best. I put it out there, and if they don't like it, that's that's on
1: them. They don't have to watch my stuff or follow me. Period. <laughs> right. That's how I feel about I this love podcast. That. Sometimes we record episodes, and then I listen <laughs> to it, and I'm like, I think I just did this entire episode for myself. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's <and> there. <laughs> enjoy it. Like sometimes I'm like, I purely just vented. Like I just use this platform to like vent about whatever. But then I'm like, okay, bitch, like, I I really do have to, like, reel it in because, I don't know, like, again, I like to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to just sit here and, like, complain about anything. And I don't like to just, like, you know, have a podcast just to have a podcast. I want this shit to help. I want this shit to, like, right. be, like, purposeful in somebody's lives and whatever. And so, like, I think that in the same case, like, this is not my main job, mm-hmm. but this is, like, a creative passion project and so like sometimes I get really fucked because I'm like what do I like how do I actually get this thing to like go on to another level Mm -hmm. you know like how do I get to like how do I even think about monetizing it how like whatever whatever and then I have to think about like okay but like what did you do it for did you do it to monetize it or did you do it to create a space correct you know and then I have to like reel it in and be like It's more important if you create the space. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen when you get that money and you hate the space that you created? Correct. You know, and so I'm always, like, interested in how other people kind of, like, what's their process of, like, putting out things creatively because it is nerve-wracking. It's almost like I'm always in this mindset of, like, I don't give a fuck who gives a fuck. Yes. But I would love for some people, remorse, you know, said Yeah, that, to yeah. when you're like, I can't uh, care too much about this, but it would be nice. But like, uh.
2: yeah, like it's really crazy because all the episodes that like I feel like were more comedic and we're like ah, like being a little bit more like
1: ah, yeah. people
2: like it. But then the more serious conversations that we're like, yeah, you know. We're just going through things people always write back to those yes. like always can relate and always mm-hmm. say oh my god this made my day i told my mom about your podcast and i'm like oh my god like those are the conversations that people really want to sit and yeah get to know us but to feel like oh my god that's not only me yes. so that's why I, like i value these conversations so much so thank you so much for being here again you're
0: amazing you guys are too it's been <laughs> such a pleasure like getting to know you guys and just talking about Everything. Aww, I was, was really best. excited for this
1: recording. I'm Me once too. I
2: saw her, I said, "Oh my
1: goodness!" I love introducing picture to right most here. the people. I'm like, I like all of, most of our guests are like people that I know were like friends of mine I'm like bitch you're gonna love this bitch yeah. you're gonna love this bitch what? she'll like be like oh my god I just found my twin
0: yeah I fucking <laughs> oh my um, god. she
1: met Kaylee Louise we recorded oh, with yeah? her like it's last week she's like a
0: tattoo mm-hmm. oh, she's is. amazing yeah. sure that's she literally for like her, her twin I was Kimberly. like so funny yeah, she's fun um, <laughs> we went to such a
1: massive high school too that
0: we yeah exactly so and everybody. a lot of
1: different people from our high school is doing really big things and really cool things and like I think it's cool because we're in the age now now like we're at the age where we are the people that are making stuff happen Mm -hmm. and so like it's cool to watch other people like I'm always like what are you doing yeah what are you doing and and I love keeping up with like this is my weird thing I'm not necessarily like connected to you like actually literally connected Mm -hmm. to you but I have like really big Admirations for certain people, you're one of them, to where like everything you do, I feel connected to because I love it so much, or I love you so much that I'm excited about everything that you put out. There are certain mm-hmm. people in my life where they've never really been in my life, they've only been in my social media life, Correct. or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like in awe of everything that you do. I love your friends group, I love mm-hmm. seeing what you're fucking like wearing, I love seeing that you're eating good, I love like just like. This is really weird, but, like, when you first got with your partner, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, does he deserve her?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I've, I
1: feel the exact
0: same way, like, with online friends, and, like, I feel the same way about you also, but it's just, like, you feel a connection. I've never even mm-hmm. met some of these people, and you're, like... I know she's amazing, and I want her to have the best. Exactly, (laughs) the best of the best. I'm literally always rooting for them. Exactly.
1: So, like, how has it been, like, just doing long distance for you? Is this your first, like, long distance experience? Yeah. So we've definitely done like
0: long distance before, but not this long. Like, I haven't seen him in like five months. Have you guys ever done long distance before? No, not that long. No, no. I haven't been in maybe like years.
1: Different things. Before that, I had never done anything long distance. So.
0: yeah I thought it was gonna be really hard but it's actually not we're both very independent people and we're very very busy he's also like a worker you know he loves to work and like he has his own channel and that's why he's like such an inspiration also because oh,
2: he that's awesome
1: he really so is him. like a version of yeah, like, yeah. She's, she's like she knows everything what? that I do no, it's no, just literally. like you know independently on the other side <laughs> of like In New York or (laughs) some shit or wherever he's at. Yeah, and he's
0: just a no bullshit type of guy. Like, very positive. And when you have good communication and we've always had, like, such a good foundation already. Like, we don't have any, like, trust issues. Like, I think we've only had, like, one fight in two years because of how good we are with communicating our feelings. And he's very receptive. Like, if we're something bothers me like I I tend to before I tend to like let it build up and now I'm like let's talk about it let's get it out before it keeps bothering me because it's not worth like overthinking about a problem so that really helps with a relationship but you don't you don't see each other so if you're like hey I didn't like that you did this and he's like okay I'm sorry I'm not doing that again period and it doesn't happen again and so it's like even if it's just like the smallest thing like your tone like when you when you're stressed out and you're so annoyed that everything is annoying Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's hard when it all you do is facetime and you can't really like convey like how you really feel yeah it's it's difficult in that sense but when you're the right person it's it's fine it's absolutely doable I didn't love think is it real. was love is real. <laughs> if, if the love is real correct That's amazing.
1: So it's been 5 months that you guys have been long distance mm-hmm. now because
0: we we have a dog and like we it's hard to like leave a big dog like her we have a golden retriever so she's with him in California so he can't just like up and leave yeah. plus I haven't had any free time either anyway. Yeah. So it's been it's been fine since we've been both busy and I it just makes you look forward to seeing them again.
1: that's so awesome i I like that you're in a healthy relationship i am with
2: the same person as
1: you
0: I (laughs) i am too girl i was in a very unhealthy toxic relationship before so it's so refreshing
1: to finally be in a good healthy one
2: and something that you deserve yes
1: i feel like i i myself like i'm always looking at people and i'm like I think we can find
2: it. I, I haven't lost hope
1: yet. I know. i like, if they're doing it, I'm like, something's gotta this? be out there.
2: No, seriously. Are right. you seeing anyone, Jules? Me? No, I'm not. I don't know it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, working Kinda on yourself. I see that you're, you know, you're very like focused, and I know. For, now. You know,
2: For now, yeah. For now, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's.
2: I try to set boundaries with myself that I always try to, that I always cross. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to learn that unconditional self-love that was never like, Hey, this is how you love yourself. Cause before I was like, Oh, I used to love myself. Hey, I look, look, I can look at myself when I look nice and I can say I look pretty. That's love. I think I love myself, but I didn't know that it was like, Oh, the bad parts too. Oh, the negative parts too. Oh, the bad thoughts too. I'm like, Oh, you have to love those too. You know? So it's a little bit,
1: um, I feel like it's not even, like, loving. I feel like it's more of, like, accepting Accepting yourself. yourself. Like, for sure. Like, you can't... You Like, it's not not realistic to be, like, these are the bad things about you and you still have to, like, love it. Like, I don't think you necessarily have to love it. Understood. But I think that you have to know that it's a part of you and if you can change it, you should. And if you can't, then, like, you have to, like, be able to live with it. Yeah, for sure. I feel like when people talk about, like, love yourself... There's not enough, like, it's too complex mm-hmm. of an idea. Like, it sounds simple, but then when you actually, like, dig into it, like, like there are so many different things about myself that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But, like, I can't do it all and, yeah. like, whatever. And so, like, I'm grateful that I've never sat there and, like, pick myself apart and then, like, self-sabotage to where I make myself go wor- be worse mm-hmm. or whatever because I think I'm pretty good at recognizing that, like, Okay, I do that. Yeah. Or like this is me. And then I'm pretty good at like changing anything that I don't like about myself. Yeah. And most of the times I think in my case, most of most things are changeable. Mm -hmm. Or like I can you know and it comes with like I guess a certain amount of self-awareness, which I'm very like grateful that I have. But I feel like people feed into this idea of, like, love yourself or even loving someone. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like, you have to be realistic at what is actually happening. But, like, you have to be intentional. Of course. With the way that you love. Yeah. Or whatever. Because, like, if you're you're setting this idea that, like, yeah, I'm going to love myself. I love myself no matter how I look or this, this, and that. And, like... Are you really digging into, like, what is going on with you, the shit that you go to therapy for, like, what you're actually, like, working through? Like, do you love that? Like, do you have to love that?
2: I feel like a lot of my insecurities and the reason why I would either be passive aggressive or I would self-sabotage or I would even put my emotions on other people. One was my biggest insecurity and the reason why I feel like I was my looks was always about my physical So that's why it started to turn into every little aspect. I was passive aggressive. I would self-sabotage. Always because of me not being happy or me not accepting or loving the way like I physically look on the outside I'm like yeah I can I feel like I can talk to people and treat people the way that I would like to be treated but I always felt like the outside was something that I was never happy or grateful for you know what I mean and even working out helped me realize wow like your body you're so strong like you can wake up and you can put go to the gym and put two forty fives on and squat that you know what I mean but it's like I guess I'm just learning how to, one, once again, accept and just gratitude. But it was always, like, insecurities and not loving myself for the outside. Because I always felt like I was such a good person on the inside. So that's
1: why it was, like, it was hard. It's hard. If anything, it should be the opposite because you know that you're such a good person on the inside. You should know that no matter how you look on the outside, you still shit. shit. Period. And I say this shit all the time. I was ugly when I was little and I had to build a fucking you not personality, ugly, bro. You and, not bro, ugly. I, say, I have pictures. Even have if, picture. but even when I was my heaviest or even when I didn't look like this or whatever, even if right now I get fat or whatever it is, yeah. like I literally like will still think that I'm the shit because Period. no matter how I look, that's why I don't give a fuck about how I look. When I go outside, I literally give zero <laughs> fuck. Like I'll go to public Or whatever it is, looking like, yo, I go to the doctor's office, like I wake up and go. And then I look at other people and I'm like, oh my god, functioning people make this a deal. (laughs) You know, like you have to be presentable and in the doctor and whatever. And I was like, wow, I really don't give a fuck. And I only realized it because I went to public twice, like an hour after each other and the first time I was in gym clothes straight out of the gym came up to this dude like where's my medicine yeah and then I was like I'll come back (laughs) in an hour I came back in an hour I was before work my (laughs) face was done I was in different clothes this dude was smiling at me and I was like (gasps) oh you surprised bitch are you surprised <laughs> that I can fucking look like this it's the same girl yes exactly but the whole point is that I give no fucks, yeah. like zero fucks. but it's because I understand that what I like about myself isn't the outside yeah, what I like, what is exactly like what I like about myself is that I'm funny and that I have a personality and that yeah. I'm this and then I'm that if anything bitch you are that Yeah, like that's why it should be the other way around For you know sure. like your outside is it literally I feel like I feel like I felt prettier and I feel prettier now knowing that I like who I am as a person.
0: Hell
1: yeah. Right? Because before, like, before I would always, like, my body and stuff would always change. And I think when I was younger, I was so much more like, I have to be with this trend and with this style and whatever, whatever. And then, like, the more I grew up, the more I stopped, like, giving a fuck. And then I realized, I was like, oh, like, I actually like myself better now. But not because of my appearance or anything. Like, I just like myself better now because I'm sure of myself. Like, I trust how I move. Like, I trust that no matter what anybody do to me, like, they will not change who I am as a person. Like, they can't, you know? And so, yeah. Having to build
2: that confidence and having to build, like, that, like, okay, well, if I, like, I don't know, having to actually set in stone and try to do all this unlearning that i did as a kid and all this self-sabotaging all that unlearning is just becoming an adult and being like okay well i'm here and i'm alone and all these thoughts and okay good thoughts good thoughts okay good thoughts good thoughts unlearning unlearning you know it's still such a process for me and being 24 and not being taught any of this and they don't talk about this in school they don't talk about this
1: anywhere that's why people i think have such a weird idea of like what loving yourself is, oh, for sure. or what love even is, because no one's teaching you. Like, what only matters is what matters to you. It's right? literally
2: you versus you, and your like who, If you drop everybody else's opinion, everybody else's thoughts, everybody else's comments, because like, it's at the end of the day, is that comment you. gonna
1: carry you through to the next thing? No, like, it's truly, not. Like
2: negative. What if?
1: Okay, so take that comment away. And then what the fuck are you gonna be? Period. Nothing, because Perfect. you relied on everything on that comment, mm-hmm. and that's your own goddamn
0: fault. Period. just letting go of caring Mm -hmm. honestly and everyone will have their own perception of themselves and no matter how many like friends or people that tell you oh you're so beautiful you're this and that but if you don't feel that and know that yourself it's never gonna penetrate for sure exactly it's never gonna really make
1: a difference so i really want to end this with I know Virgo season is coming. I know your birthday is coming. And since you are such an intentional person, like I take birthdays, new year, just time changing Mm -hmm. events really seriously because I'm very intentional with it. It doesn't matter what I actually do to celebrate. It matters what I set in my mind, like how I'm going to move forward. So like times before my birthday, which is like right now, I always get so fucked up. I always get so sad. I always get, like, things are always really, like, spinning. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's because, dude, you're, like, getting older. You're turning into, like, you're entering a new age. You can't just, like, take the shit that you have right now. you're shedding skin. You gotta work that shit out. You're shedding skin. So, um, how old are you gonna be turning this year, may I ask? 27. Mm -hmm. Ah! That's exciting! So, what are your aspirations and just, um... I guess like what are your plans for the new new age nothing like nothing of like you know actual plans but like within yourself like how do you want to move forward
0: for sure um definitely work on my mental health more I feel like I'm constantly improving that and going into a new program and with any big life change I think there comes a certain degree of stress and anxiety with any changes in your life and just being able to deal with that positively and effectively so i'm definitely working on my anxiety and the stress balancing my life and being uh, and placing boundaries i think Mm -hmm. is the biggest thing so as i'm getting older i definitely like don't care as much as i used to like very like like you said like smaller things and other things that you think that you would care about before I really don't give a fuck now. Like I, everyone's doing their own thing. I'm doing my own thing. They have their own opinions. I do too, and that's just how it is. And I think I definitely am in a good place. Just I feel very safe in the people around me. And yeah, it's just the stress for me, for sure. What about you? What's um, your your goals?
1: Mine is like, uh, I guess. This year or this age. How old are you turning? I'm turning 24. 24? So, 23 was like really rough. Not because it, like, not that it, like, took me down or anything, but like, it was just really rough, like, all around. I still had a beautiful time. I'm still, like, great, you know? But, like, truly, like, damn, like, so much changed. But then, 23 was when I realized what actually does matter to me. So, like, 23 was when I found, like, my actual, like, freedom in my own solitude. Mm -hmm. 23 was when I let go of every single idea of attachments that I had with all of my friends, including the closest ones. It was when I realized, like, sets of expectations that I had and what was real and what was not. My ideas about love, like, my ideas about friendship, my ideas about my parents. What, like, and so, like, 23 was when everything actually changed. So I think going into 24... I just want to trust in everything that I have done. Like, I just want to trust myself. Like, I feel like I learned so much this year that was like, you were right, bitch. Like, (laughs) you were right. You know, like, you didn't need that. And you knew you didn't need that. So now you know, you didn't like that. And you know that you didn't like that. And now you're away from it. Now you know, like, it was just so much of like, oh, I can't trust myself. Oh, I do have myself. Oh, I don't really need other people. I do need other people. We all need connection. But in the sense of, like, depending on my life and happiness for you to make a difference, I think, like, now, like, I'm entering the age or, like, just the year where I truly do not give one fuck. She's entering her era. Do not give, like, one fuck whatsoever. Like, now I'm realizing. And also, I'm shedding ideas of what I, like... I had this idea, right, where I was like, I have to retire my parents by 25. And I made this goal when I was 20. It's a big goal. Because, and the reason why is because 25 is the number that makes sense because my parents are old as fuck. So if I retire them by the time that I'm 25, they will be in their 60s and 70s. They will still be physically healthy and well enough to do things that are enjoyable and that I can afford that for them. And I can, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I said 25 because it sets me at an age where I still can make so many different things happen, but I still can spend that time with my parents. And so I set that goal because, like, I want my parents to enjoy their life and whatever. And I I hung on to that shit all the way up until now because now I've realized that, like, kind of, that is a really good goal to have. But you don't have to hang on to the number and you don't have to hang on to, like, the set. Like, you don't have to retire them by the time that you're 25. Think about it. Is that realistic? You don't have to do this and you don't have to do that because the aspiration of retiring them is, is right setting limitations on myself is not mm-hmm. setting limitations on the age, setting limitation of what I have to do. I don't even have like a fucking plan. And I'm like, I just still got to retire. You know what I'm saying? But like, I think just growing up and getting more and more realistic in what is happening. So now I'm like, Oh, I get it now. Like I don't have to retire them because that's my idea, not theirs. But if mm-hmm. I could help them in their everyday life, spend time with them, because I know that's what they want from me give them some kind of little money pay for their medical bills or something help them pay off their house just little fucking things that are not so gigantic as a retirement at 25 you know what i'm saying but like i realized like what actually does matter mm-hmm. so like i just learned so much it was like it it's like breaking through modes and ideas and then learning finding out like oh no like this is what i because adjusting my intention setting the goal of like i have to retire my parents by the time i'm 25 there's no clear intention there's no clear nothing in it just but dissect- pressure yeah it's exactly cool. but then dissecting it out to like you don't have to retire them but you can help them with their bills you can spend time with them you can do this you can do that those things will actually make them happy like just getting real with like what i actually do have to do you're, you're
0: already such a good daughter just by
1: doing all of those things Seriously. i think you don't give enough credit for yourself for doing that sometimes i just feel bad i think i just i was so bad in my teenage years that mm, right now i'm yeah, that, that's 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 what it is okay. and then i'm still learning like okay like you don't have to do so much like they were your parents that's what they were supposed to be dealing with
0: and you can't forget that you also have your own life like, oh, they yeah, have their I own know. life and you have she yours said, oh my God, to <laughs> grow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to, especially coming from an Asian family. because mm-hmm. you know of how the,
1: close we are to Dad, and like, the thing is, like, in the Asian culture, your parents take care of you when you're little and you take care of them when they're older. Yeah. That's is literally the same? like the cycle. For you? Um, no. Not
0: <laughs> at all. You don't have that pressure. Yeah, it's like
2: um, <laughs> we Mama leave, and then they leave too. Like yeah. I mean, at least for I, li- I was raised by my grandmother. So my grandmother literally, as soon as all of us were old enough, um, she lives in Tampa now, fifteen minutes away from the beach. Got her realtor's license. Like my grandma is thriving. So I feel like she was really waiting to actually live her life once we were all out of the house. It's a big sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. So and my damn, grandma, especially like your grandma, that and yeah. her kids no and yeah so my grandma did the role for like six of us so it was a lot on her but she i feel like now once again all she really wants from us is to really go back and to spend time with her i feel like a lot of
1: asians though and especially asian immigrant families here a lot of that mindset comes from the survival aspect and so that's mm -hmm. why it's like so tight yeah and like it's hard to be in that environment when you don't have that connection to your family and you don't feel like uh, it makes sense for you to take care of them because uh, you know. You it, it doesn't make that. sense to yeah, other yeah, people. Like, like, correct. Uh, but like I know myself and so I I know that like I'm gonna be the kid that's gonna live with my parents. I'm gonna be the one that's gonna buy the that's same so house cute. with them and like <laughs> I'm gonna be the one to take care of them. Like and I don't have a problem with that. My problem right now is like calming myself down and yeah. like preparing myself because i'm just freaking out about like money and this 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 and that and then i'm like bitch shut the fuck up like you got it, <laughs> you got it. like i'm thinking like i have i have sized down my goals like so much yeah. and i think that it's a good thing because i'm making realistic plans and steps because before they were just giant aspirations and now i'm like how am I yeah. gonna make it <laughs> yeah. Make realistic small goals. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure. But to to I think that I have to too. like really unlearn like, like applying myself to the ideas and then going through the process and actually understanding the intention of the idea mm-hmm. is what I'm learning. So, so I how, I you feel, yeah, how you can execute? Yeah, exactly. Do? So I feel like um I shed so much in 23. That I think I'm moving into 24 very light. Instead of before to where like the cycle before was so heavy that I'm so sad and then I go into this new age with so much like hope that it's gonna be good. Like it has to be good because I felt so bad. Now I'm like, eh, just, I'll take it. It'll, yeah. it'll come and I'll just take it. Yeah. It's
0: cool. I think I, I felt that way too, like, my mid-20s. And now that I'm in, like...
2: Okay, so it's normal.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Now <laughs> that I'm in a spot where I am, where I just focus on school, literally, like, all I have to take care of is, like, my anxiety and stress. Like, I have been through that. And it's a tough place to be because you're so, so young and figuring out you, but you're also so considerate of people you love and doing what you're passionate about
1: it's its hard to balance no, all of that for but you're sure. doing your
0: fucking best that's all that matters
1: I feel like we all just have to remember that you're supposed to be like that in your 20s I know like you're supposed to feel like this
2: shit cause you're there's not moments where I'm like there's yet. no way
1: that, everybody, like, that people go through this
2: and then mm-hmm. I'm just like yeah so it's we're still in our 20s guys don't forget it I heard thir- it's 30 30s that's what I heard Hey, I heard, I heard
1: 30s. <laughs> your, your 30s should be your prime yeah, yeah. like yeah. truly like like just from the outside looking in i'm gonna take your life as an example you're 27 you're now pursuing like a higher like career like and educational whatever the fuck and so like there like how exciting is it to think that like by the time you get to 30 you're done with school you are into a new field you're making all this goddamn money this is and that and then like but but the most exciting thing is that knowing that you set a good foundation for yourself in your 20s for sure. i feel like a lot of the work that i try to do or like the a lot of the intention with what i'm doing with this podcast and like conversations that i want to have and stuff is all to like aid to the fact that like i i the inspiration was that i did not want to wait until i hit 35 and then life hits me and then mm-hmm. i'm like oh shit now i'm gonna start working on myself mm-hmm. i'm all about preventative care yeah, <laughs> literally care i great. don't ever want to have to wait until i don't ever want to have to wait until carbon like the dog <laughs> is fucking crying and then i have to take him out i want to yes. take him out before he has the exactly. fucking needs so, you know what i'm saying so i i apply the same shit like preventative care baby period preventative care if we but imagine if we start we the kids months. now if we start the kids now if we start kids thinking about their like everything and processing it the way that we're learning to right now it will save so many different people from hitting 30 and then fucking starting for sure you know what I'm saying because it's like Life is so beautiful. Oh yeah. But also nothing matters. Yeah. At the same
0: time. Exactly. It's All like it's
2: exactly simultaneously. So it's all like, like it's all like it's all on you.
0: Yeah. And you you, know, you grow through all those seasons in your life and what you surround yourself with I think is very important. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But I'm very grateful for this.
2: He <laughs> Me too. Yeah, you have no idea. I literally went on her Instagram today. I've been doing like a little cleansey cleanse. I went on her Instagram and I said 400 followers. <laughs> I said, I know. Yeah. So that's, I know it's like a small goal, but even just the thought of 400 people going on the Instagram page or just waiting for our post and liking our post and viewing our stories. It's like, for me, that means so much. Like we are literally creating the space that we wanted to Mm -hmm. and people are listening and people are giving us their feedback and I get DMS all the time. I know you guys don't really want to reach out to Khan, but I promise you reach out to her too.
1: I like get where? DMs like at I'm least I'm like, every, I literally have a zero.
2: Every, Whenever we post, I get at least one good DM that's like, this is such a good episode, or someone reposted it and just talks about it in the repost, which for me, it's like, that's. I'm like, it's, it's excuse
1: everything. me, can you tell me too? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to hear about
1: it. <laughs> Like, I just hope the people like it. You
0: know, sounds like whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> definitely keep sharing all of your feelings because, as he as he said, like people are very receptive to it and they yeah. can relate, and that's what people have been telling me. Oh, and man. I truly enjoy it. I literally just put it on. I love podcasts anyway, yeah. too, but it's so refreshing. And you just, it's nice to see people who are genuine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Aww, I I'm so that. grateful. I'm very proud, this proud of you guys. Thank yeah. you. So awesome to be here. So please. Plug all of the wealthy nurse stuff, everything that you're doing with all of that shit, your channel. Everything. Tell people where they can find you and your man's and, and everything mans. that you guys are doing.
0: Yeah, so I have my YouTube and my Instagram, it's srna.paul, P A U L, and Tyler's uh, YouTube channel. Instagram is also The Wealthy Nurse, and you can find us there. And we love just teaching and sharing all of our experiences.
1: Yeah and also if you want like another piece of light on your Instagram, Polly's Instagram is it. Yes. I fucking love going to do light. Like, I think it's like I love appreciating another Virgo's aesthetic. Every <laughs> single Virgo I know, dude. Every single one of them. They are so like so intentional with what they put out how they look yeah so, so it's that the details, ev- details yeah, yeah. and it's so it's everything you're getting is so enjoyable mm-hmm. and that's what i appreciate so much and that's what i do with my instagram too and that's why i'm like ah, i love this yeah like it makes of, me excited a You're a of, just
0: raw i mean i love <laughs> oh yeah that's like your
1: raw post that's literally post. like i i don't know how else to be i don't have a specific like aesthetic but i just know how i you're your own person put, yeah yeah, yeah. A lot
2: of my Virgos friend, a lot of my Virgo friends, always rewatch their story, and I and I always <laughs> I catch, them, catch them. I catch it? them rewatching their story, and I look at them, and they say, "I just want to see like how people are viewing it. Like, leave me alone." And I'm like,
1: "Okay, we're I big, got I got realized, it. Like, first yeah." Story. I rewatch my story all you see? the time but post almost it? like but this is my thing this is my thing with social media Yeah, I almost only post for myself yeah. and that's why I check my story so much because it's aesthetically pleasing to me that's like I'm enjoying it you know what I'm saying <laughs> I literally don't use my social media to make you give a fuck about me yeah. I give a fuck about me I care about what I put out this shit is entertaining to me okay no right
0: I'm I love that love mindset that. for yeah. sure yeah and like I can't just be like like mindlessly posting you know yeah, how yeah are, like, exactly yeah. or just
1: like even like vet posts I'm like okay I can't read this yeah. <laughs> I do not like Those I sort of close friends literally I cannot because I'm like you think people like you think people have space to like put this into their day yeah prevent that no. preventative Please. care maybe? preventative Please just stop it. I was like eighth grade
2: me writing my Facebook status like I can't believe what happened today. Kristen, you know
1: who you are. Like, oh my god! in 8th grade
0: We were so different funny. people. Yeah, for sure.
1: I can't wait to see us at thirties. Like for real,
0: Sting we're different degrees. people. I feel like I was a different person five years ago. Dude, I was a different yeah. person two years
2: ago. I was a different yeah. person last week.
0: No, no, <laughs> seriously. She knew Not now.
1: Really? She brand I'm new shedding. now, baby. I'm new shedding. job. New job, congratulations! She started a new job. job. Uh, so she we kind of jinxed it on our last episode.
2: She just had a seizure but uh, yeah, <laughs> I did, and it was actually it was it was okay. I mean, I'm fine, but it was like a really long one. It lasted like almost like eight minutes. Eight minutes. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, it did you get so it was a long one. I ha- I take medication okay. daily. Yeah, I take Topramat. You probably know what I that is. It was, it was about to, I was like the list. <laughs> yeah, she's like, so what do you take? How many <laughs> That's milligrams? So yeah, funny. so. I take it twice a day. So it's kind of like Jules, take your fucking medicine. Is it helpful? Yeah, yeah. It it lessens them, but I still have them with the medication.
0: But I'm very helpful for the medication. Is it like debilitating sometimes when you do have it? Like how severe Yeah. Well, like the rest really of the day I anything. can't do yeah. anything. Like it's the rest like of the day so
1: taxing. Yeah.
0: So. yeah. I'm so sorry.
1: No, it's okay.
2: Imagine. I literally just got diagnosed 17. I have no idea why. So you've been <laughs> so, living with this for yeah. a while. Yeah, maybe like five, six years now. And we yeah. wouldn't have known that and unless no. he
0: told us. Yeah. No. No. To yeah. other people are just a badass bitch. Yeah, yeah for sure. Period. Oh, we're praying
2: oh
1: my god, for a healthy that? girl summer. No, for real. Please. Please. Wait, this it's gonna be like <laughs> fall soon, so healthy girl oh, yeah. here. It's end here. Summer's oh my god. I know. It's almost Oh my god! It's crazy. crazy. Yes, cozy. <laughs> Period. All the pumpkin guys. Pumpkin spice bitches are out. Period. Already, <laughs> already. I'm like, bitch, your pumpkin spice is melting. Go back inside. Wait <laughs> until, so- wait until October. <laughs>
2: No, seriously. Yeah, you guys know where to follow us on Instagram at mentalchillness.podcast and on Facebook at mentalchillness. And I am lots of jewels with two S's.
1: And I am Mega Khan. And if you could please do us a favor and leave a little review or just a rating on whatever platform that you're using, it would really help us since we are just a smaller show. Um, We would love to get our um, space and our podcast across to as many people that we could help. Yes, As possible, for sure. So, thank you so much for listening today. We had so much fun recording, and I hope you guys have a great day or whatever it is that you're doing.
2: Bye, besties.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.